Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sara Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host Sara Davison shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sara Davison. Welcome back to the show. And today we're going to dive into what to do when people are mean or unkind to you. Now, I get so many messages from people going through really tough breakups. And on top of being heartbroken or feeling guilt ridden because they were the ones who left or feeling overwhelmed or unsure about the future and frightened and scared, on top of all of that, they then have people who they expected kindness from, support from, to step up for them, being exceedingly unkind in some cases. And maybe in other cases, maybe they don't realize how unkind they're being, how cruel or how hurtful some of their remarks can be. But I see it all the time. So if this is happening to you, please don't worry. We're going to tell you exactly what my advice would be in these scenarios. So let's have a little think now about some of the scenarios that I've seen recently, for example. And for those of you that follow me on Instagram and watch my talky story videos in the mornings, you'll know that I touched on a story about someone who reached out to me because her mother-in-law had sided with her husband. Now, her husband had recently had an affair and left her, but they weren't divorced yet. Literally, it was weeks after she'd found out about the affair Now, this particular person had been very, very close to her mother-in-law. Now, I don't know if you were close to your mother-in-law. I know I certainly was very close to my mother-in-law. Those relationships form over years, don't they? And they become like a second mum to you in some cases. Not in all cases. You know, there's a stereotypical mother-in-law that can be a bit of a nightmare. But in this particular case, this person had grown very, very close to her mother-in-law. And I see this all the time because when bad stuff happens. And obviously this was the mother-in-law's son that had had an affair and it had devastated this lady, absolutely devastated her, understandably so. But the mother-in-law had sided with her son. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, that's understandable. You know, we love our kids unconditionally. Yes, and I'm with you on that. However, there's two sides, right? And if you've got a relationship with both parties, then again, it's really important if you are a mother-in-law listening to this, that you watch what you say, okay? Because you can be on somebody's side, you can have their back, but not be unkind to the other person. In this case, the mother-in-law had told this woman to get a grip and to stop obsessing over her ex and to start moving on. It was literally weeks since she found out that her husband was having an affair. So of course she was devastated. It was going to take a lot longer than three weeks to be able to process it and move through it. So again, those comments really stung very, very hard. And this lady reached out to me and said, you know, I've been in her life for so long. I've cared about her for so long. We've been close for so many years. And I really feel like I just can't handle her right now because every time I speak to her or hear from her, she's telling me to just get on with my life. And it's not really what I need to hear right now. What should I do? Now, my advice in this scenario is always going to be cut her out. Now, stop it. 
stop taking it. Okay, the important thing is that we protect you. We protect you through this process. You need people around you who are going to look after you, who are going to care for you, who are going to support you. Okay, I'm not saying you have to fall out with her. You can do it in a really nice way if you want to. You can send a message or even have a conversation and just say, look, I'm finding this really hard. I understand what you're saying. I understand he's your son. But right now I'm struggling with that. So I'm just going to take a step back for now. We can always reconnect when I'm feeling a little bit stronger. Okay, but the important thing is that you take your control back and you filter what is coming through to you as much as you possibly can. Okay, so if somebody is like, for example, this particular mother-in-law being very difficult, then you need to cut it out. Okay, please don't think that just because there's been a relationship for a long period of time that you have to put up with that right now because it's not the case. Now, your boundaries may be really low especially if you're coming out of a toxic relationship. You may not even have many boundaries, if any, left at all. And by the way, that's totally normal. And we're going to rebuild those. And hopefully you're getting that from listening to all my podcast episodes. But what I want for you is to start right now by detoxing out the people in your world that are hurting you. Another client of mine recently Sally, she's so sweet. She's been a client of mine for a little while because she's been on a tumultuous roller coaster of emotions with her divorce process. One of the things that hurt her the most during this process, interestingly, wasn't the fact that her husband had left her. It was more the fact that she had confided in one of her friends. And this friend had gone and told everything that she told her to her husband. Now, some of you listening may have thought, well, that's pretty obvious. I mean, you know, they're a couple and they're going to talk about things. But this was slightly different because Sally had asked her if she could talk to her in confidence because she knew her friend's husband, Jim, was really good friends with her ex. And she didn't want any of this information to get back to her ex because it could have caused problems with her in the divorce. Her friend had agreed. They'd been very open about it. And my client is really stressed how important it was to her. So she was doubly devastated when her ex-husband was sending her legal letters with some of that private information that she had confided in her friend with. So this is another lesson, guys. You really have to pick very carefully the people that you confide in. And some people aren't going to do it maliciously. You know, I don't think that Sally's friend did it maliciously. I think she just was caught up in the moment. She was worried about her and she confided in her husband. And then not realizing that her husband would not keep that to himself and he had passed it down the line. And obviously that caused a lot of problems for Sally. And Sally was absolutely devastated when she heard and didn't speak to this friend for a long time. And that's pretty understandable. And again, when you're going through a divorce or a really traumatic breakup, the importance is so you can heal, you cut off anything that hurts you. I mean, you'd think it was a really good life lesson anyway. And sometimes we have to manage difficult people in our lives because they have to be there. Maybe they're the grandma of your kids. So there's going to be some handover. Um, there's going to be some time where the kids are going backwards and forwards. So you're going to have to overlap with them in your lives. And again, you can use my techniques like functionally friendly to have an amicable on the surface relationship with them without opening yourself up to getting hurt. Now, for those of you that know my functionally friendly technique, it's designed for using with your ex. So you can be around them 
for example, your ex might be at a school parents evening or a concert or a wedding maybe. And the technique, just simply, because I'm sure most of you know what it is, is basically where you act friendly, you can be friendly, you keep it on a surface level, you smile, you take control, you always make the first move to go over and say hello. You think carefully before you go, topics you can talk about with your ex that are surface level only. So no details, no personal information, just surface level only, okay? So that's how functionally friendly works. And it's in my book, Uncoupling. I also touch on it in the split, my other book too, which you can get online as well. So yes, functionally friendly works really well, but you can use this tool with your in-laws or with other friends and people that you may have to socialize with, but you don't really want to get into the details of anything because it might jeopardize what's going on, or maybe they've just been unkind. Maybe they've been downright mean. Are you struggling to cope with your breakup or divorce? Are you feeling devastated, heartbroken, sad and anxious? If so, please know that you are not alone and there is help available. Sarah Davison, best known as The Divorce Coach, and her team of accredited coaches are here to offer you the support and guidance you need to navigate all areas of your breakup, take back your control, and start feeling happy again. Sarah will show you how to dial down those controlling negative emotions, unhook from your ex, get back in the driving seat of your life and design a future you are excited to live. Sarah has a range of solutions to support any breakup, including free guides, one-to-one coaching, her Heartbreak to Happiness virtual retreats, live retreats, and you can even train to be a breakup and divorce coach with Sarah too. Visit www.saradavison.com today and start to feel happy again. Talking about being mean, one of my clients, Claire, had a really difficult situation with one of the mum friends that she'd made at school. Now, because Claire was single, she found it quite hard to socialise. And in the holidays, it was really tough for her and her son. They didn't have as many family friends to go away with. So they often travelled on their own or spent time at home alone, which was fine. Claire was happy with that. But she was bowled over when Suze, one of the cool mums at school, came over to her and said, listen, we're going off on a trip, me and my husband and my two kids, why don't you guys come with us? You know, your son, Claire, is really friendly with my son, so it would be great for the kids and we can hang out too. Claire thought this was amazing, and so she quickly developed a really close friendship with Suze, and they went on several holidays together, and they all got on really well, and the kids got on well, and they had lots of fun, and spoke nearly every day. Then, one holiday, she was being super brave. She loved getting fit and she went on a boot camp training. Some of you may have heard of it actually. It's called 38 Degrees North and used to be run in Ibiza. So she'd gone out there for a week, this is a few years ago now, and she was really enjoying the week. But she was away from home and her son was with her ex. They got off to France on a holiday. Then she got a text message from her friend Suze telling her that they had bumped into her ex and her son on the plane on the way to France. Now, Suze often went to the south of France. She knew a lot of people out there. And it was a holiday destination that Claire had gone to with Suze many times before. So Claire was shocked to read on the text message that Suze had been socialising with her ex-husband and had him and his girlfriend over to their house 
and all the kids had been playing together. Now, Claire was absolutely devastated. Claire had moved away from where she'd lived with her ex-husband and started a whole life afresh. So all her friends didn't really know her ex, had no experience of him apart from the odd school activity. So when she found out that he was actually holidaying and spending time with her best mum friend from school, it completely took the rug out from underneath her feet. In fact, she said to me that she felt more betrayed by her friend than she ever had done by her ex. Now, to this day, Claire has never, ever properly spoken to Suze again. And understandably so. She's friendly. She's amicable. She does the functionally friendly thing super well with her. So if she sees her, she can say hi. But she's never called her. She's never gone round to her home. She's certainly never gone on holiday with her again. And she's never shared any personal details with her again. So you can see that actually putting your boundaries up is really important to protect yourself. Now, Claire has said to me over the years that she still finds it hard because she sees the mum around and she knows how close they used to be. And for those of you who are listening who are single parents, you may have realised that sometimes friends become your family because you don't have that support group. You don't have that partner at home. So your friends almost become like your family. So when someone betrays you like that and does something that really, really hurts you, and Claire's relationship with her ex-husband was highly contentious. There were a lot of problems, a lot of conflict, and her ex kept dragging her back through court time and time again. And this was something that Claire found really, really difficult. And Sue's had been a great friend in supporting her through it. So it wasn't like she didn't know. She knew full well, and she knew the impact on Claire. So what can you do if somebody is being mean to you what do you do now i know from working with so many people around the world that when you've been dumped when your heart's been broken you rely on your friends and it's a scary thought to cut them off it's a scary thought to say you know what i really care about you but for the time being i can't be around you or to make the decision that you just don't want them in your life anymore because we've become very dependent on the people around us and the people that we trust and we care about. So it can be tough, but let me tell you the most important thing, please, is to protect yourself. And if somebody has done something that hurts you, that upsets you, that violates your boundaries or your moral code, then it's time to say, no, no, just go away leave me alone. I don't want you in my space. Now, you may not want to use those exact words when you deliver that message, but I want you to be that strong in your head to say, no, enough is enough. I do not want this in my life because I don't want you to be managing your emotions for other people at this time in your life who don't deserve it. Okay. If they don't deserve it, if they're not giving you the same love and respect back, then it's a big fat no, get out of my life for now right now. So how do you put that across? Well, as I said before, you don't have to fall out with people. You don't have to be mean, but you do have to be strong and resolute because it's important to protect yourself first. So you can just have the conversation or send the text just to say, I'm finding this pretty hard right now. So I'm just going to step away until I feel a little bit stronger. And then I'm sure we can reconnect. Just keep it simple. You don't need to give details and you definitely don't need to be unkind back. That's never the solution. Always rise above it. Do the right thing. Put a smile on your face. Remember the functionally friendly technique because that can come in super useful when people have been unkind so that they don't see 
the hurt they've caused you. They don't see the pain. They just see that actually you're getting on with your head held high, okay? We're not looking for sympathy for them. I'm not saying you hide it from everyone because you will have other friends and family members or maybe a coach or someone you can turn to to talk through that upset. It's important to talk it through with someone, but not with them, okay? If someone's being unkind or unfair and you've tried to reason with them, or maybe there's no reasoning with this person because what they've done is so heinous that you just can't forgive them right now, then it's time just to step away. But step away with dignity. Step away with your head held high and lean on the people who care. Lean on the people who will be there for you to help you get through this. Because if you can protect yourself and cut out as much of the negative energy or the energy vampires, as I like to call them, then you will be able to heal faster, okay? It won't be, you know, like picking a scab. It'll be able to heal. You'll be able to find that peace, to find that resolution. And actually, you may choose not to go back to be friends with someone that's treated you like that again. Even when the hurts died down, the conflicts passed, maybe, you know, many years have gone past, but you may not ever choose to go back to be friends with that person because your boundaries are higher. And hopefully because you realize that you deserve so much better. So if someone's mean or someone's being unkind and there's no way to find that resolution right now or it's hurting you too much, put your boundaries up and step away. I hope that's helped, guys. I really do. Remember the functionally friendly technique. Use it and do get in touch on my Instagram, Sarah Davison, Divorce Coach, as many of you do every day. I love getting your messages. And watch these videos on YouTube because all the videos of my podcast episodes are on my YouTube channel as well. So Sarah Davison, Divorce Coach, go check it out and make it a good one. Thank you for listening to today's episode and allowing me to help guide you from your heartbreak to your greatest happiness. I look forward to you joining me on our next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to one of Sara's virtual retreats. The retreats are a transformative combination of live webinars with Sara herself, coupled with empowering online video programs designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. For more details, head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com, where you can also get a copy of Sara's free gift. Thank you and join us again on the next episode for another dose of Heartbreak to Happiness.